Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Locked On Today. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation would like to welcome in all of our returning and our new listeners. If you're new to the show, great time to join us. It is draft week. Please subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review if you feel so inclined. And nothing gets better on draft week than, uh, David, than what we have in store today. Yeah, absolutely. Today we are joined by the one and the only Carmen Carmen Vitali. Carmen one of one is what we're going to decide to nickname you today. Some of, some of our <laughs> listeners will get that joke. Um, Why? <laughs> staff writer for Buccaneers.com. And we're, we're previewing the NFL draft. I know that's a big shock to everybody, but that's what we're going to do just one day remaining. One episode of Locked On Bucks between this episode and the actual NFL draft getting started in Cleveland, Ohio. So with that, let's not waste any time. She's, she's, you've actually already heard her voice. So let's bring on Carmen Vitale at CarmenV on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Carmen, first of all, how, how are things in Tampa? And then second of all, how surprised are you that the Buccaneers picked up the fifth-year option on Vita Vea considering the utter lack of impact he's had on the Buccaneers? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that was about as shocking as... I don't know, an analogy that I can't come up with right now. It wasn't shocking at all because uh, honestly, I think like Vita like had even forgotten about it was just like, oh yeah, that's right. Cool. Thanks guys. Like, of course we are going to pick up that option and you don't need to look further than this past season and the NFC championship game and Super Bowl to see why. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, uh, we love having you on the show period, but then especially around the draft uh, time of year. Uh, this year is going to be a little bit different. So James and I have discussed it quite a bit because there's really no clear direction the Buccaneers could go or should go in. I mean, there have been previous years where, like, Devin White was kind of a slam dunk, you know, pick at the number five selection if he was there, which the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders are, are surely regretting the fact that they let him sit there at number five for the Bucs to pick up. So literally everything is on the table for negotiation, for conversation. You and Scott have been dropping mock drafts back and forth over at Buccaneers.com all draft season. And I see on your latest mock draft that things have kind of come full circle from where they started. Uh, so how much more difficult has this season been for you to flesh out some of these mocks and evaluate some of these players, uh, especially given the travel restrictions, not being able to go to the Senior Bowl, no Shrine Bowl, no, no Combine, some pro days going on, but, you know, it's not really quite the same thing. Uh, how, 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 how much more complicated has this process been for you personally? Yeah, it was kind of a double whammy because of all the things you just said, like in general, because then also the Buccaneers don't really have a clear need. Jason Light talked about last week how the Bucks have wants. They don't really have needs, which is a great position to be in, especially when you're picking 32. So there's so many options open. And then on top of that, you weren't able to actually see the prospects in person like you, you normally are because of this really weird hybrid year, which was hopefully the last of it. Hopefully by next year, it'll be back to normal and I can go about my draft prep in peace uh, like I like to. So it's been a lot more different, uh, a lot more challenging trying to get my hands on film to watch these guys. It's kind of been relegated to a lot of highlights, which I don't always like to obviously just don't like to just watch highlights. I would also like to see the lowlights so you can know these guys' weaknesses. But um, it's still a really good feeling, though, just because 
I'm pretty much going to be happy with whoever the Bucks take. Not that I wouldn't have been anyway, but now I'm just like, hey, we are drafting for depth. You're drafting for maybe 2022. And it, there's really no wrong answer. Um, but it's interesting because, yeah, my last mock ended up with Scott's original pick, I believe, uh, which was Levi Onzerike from Washington, D- Vita Vea's former teammate. Um, but what's interesting is in my 1.0, so my first mock of the season, I put, picked another Washington player, but I picked Joe Tryon, who's the edge rusher. And today I also did a mock draft roundup of like all the pundits around the league. And all of a sudden Joe Tryon emerged again. He, he like, there was some chatter about him early and then he like, he dropped out of the first round. I didn't see a lot of people picking him for us uh, at all until this week now. And I was like, oh, interesting. Maybe my first instinct was correct. And in fact, the last two drafts, my first mock draft has been accurate. So I picked Tristan Wirfs in my first mock draft last year, and I picked Devin White uh, before that. So I was like, maybe I could go three for three. I really didn't think there was any chance. (laughs) All right, well, you heard it here. It is confirmed Joe Tryon to the Buccaneers in the first round of the draft, courtesy of Carmen Vitale. Um, but, Carmen, you like you just said, this this year's been kind of different as far as your ability to evaluate and kind of having to resort to just highlight reels and, and things of that nature. But going through this process of researching these prospects and, and doing these mock drafts, which player jumped out to you uh, that maybe you didn't expect and became one of your favorite players in the draft. And it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that could go to the Buccaneers, but just someone that you didn't expect. And you're like, you know what? I just can't wait to see this guy play on Sundays. I mean, I, obviously I've watched both of Levi Enrique, Joe Tryon, kind of more of the guys that like Travis Etienne, people have gotten mocked to the Bucks. But a really interesting prospect to me is David Collins uh, out of Tulsa. When I was watching his tape, it was like, you don't really know where to put him. And I think that he'll be gone by the time the Bucks have the opportunity, but he was like valedictorian of his high school and just is like extremely smart. I think he played quarterback even in high school. Um, was definitely a two-way player at one point. And just like his football IQ, you can see it when he plays because he's so anticipatory and he's so versatile in all the roles that he can play. And his body is like, I'm like, all right, well, if he puts on weight, he could go inside or he puts on weight like he can be the edge rusher if he like I don't know he's still he's I don't think he's really that great in coverage but um I don't know he's just a really interesting prospect and he's super super smart and I feel like if he did drop to the Bucks, that would be very interesting to throw him in a Todd Bowles system and uh which is very complex in nature but I think he would be able to fit right in um lacks the only thing that I felt like he was lacking is like I don't think I ever watched a hit of his and was like oh and I really like that when I'm watching prospects, like <laughs> when I have just my little defensive heart, everyone knows I'm a defensive girl at heart. Um, I love seeing these guys like, I lo- like laying hits down. And when I see that, I'm like, I want him like, yes. Cause I feel like the more physical you are, especially when the guys that you're used to watching are people like Jason Pierre Paul, who lays those hits down. Even the defensive backs that the Bucks have, some of them like come in like missiles. Jordan Whitehead comes to mind too. And like you just see these hits and it's just great clean hits of course but i really like the physicality so that's my only question mark with david collins but um 
yeah, I think he's super interesting, though, just because of how versatile he is. More with Carmen Vitale coming up in just a moment. We have to let you know that this episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're perfect to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. All right, Bucks fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now, and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Again, text DRAFT to 231-231. That's DRAFT to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Back now with Carmen Vitale of Buccaneers.com, at V on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Carmen, David and I are big trade back guys. We like moving back in the draft, acquiring more picks, getting as many prospects in the building as possible. But this year, we've changed our tune immensely. We are all in on the trade up train. And we want to we see Jason Light give up some of those day two and three picks, move up, get an impact guy for this season and beyond. What do you think? is the best strategy for the Bucks in this year's draft, given the unique circumstances that they're in with whoever they draft probably isn't going to be asked to start right out of the gate, may actually have to wait one, two years before they get that role. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the reason why trading back to get more picks this year doesn't super make sense to me just because you're going to have, it's likely that your entire draft class is not going to be able to make this roster as it is because of all of the returning starters. Now, if you could trade down for future picks, maybe in 2022, that could be intriguing. Um, I could buy into something like that to kind of, you know, get some more draft capital and look towards the future a little bit more. As far as trading up, I like the novelty of having the Mr. Irrelevant pick, but I also realize that means that like, the Bucks are the last pick of the draft, which means that we have to be on and waiting until the very end of the draft. So, like, if we decided to somehow package, like, if a team decided they wanted to take the two seventh-round picks out of our hands, out of the Bucks' hands, uh, wouldn't be opposed to that either. I don't see that happening, of course. Um, but I also think that there's definitely something to be said about packaging some of these picks because of the fact that this draft last. Uh, you're, you're really looking at only a few guys that will probably end up making the roster. So if you can package a few of those later round picks and maybe, maybe move up because there's a guy that you really want or you can really see fitting, um, 
yeah, I, I'd be okay with that. I just don't know because you don't really have any pronounced needs right now. Uh, I think it would have to be somebody really interesting that would fall that like really unexpected that would fall for you to go up and get them. I, I just don't know who that player is. Look, according so, to Chris Sims, it's Justin Fields. Oh, well, apparently so. <laughs> apparently so. Well, according to Chris Sims, the Bucks aren't moving up to get Justin Fields. No, they're just taking at thirty-two, and he's going to magically yeah. fall there. Yeah, uh, that's, that's yeah. how that's going to happen. Interesting. Uh, I don't. I don't think Justin Fields gets past Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and Justin Fields is, is probably the quarterback stable for them. As growing up a, a Bears fan, not, like chaos in Green Bay, there's nothing that makes me happier than chaos in Green Bay. So, like, yeah. please do it. If they don't get Aaron Rodgers another weapon this year, I will uh, laugh maniacally. Just yeah, it, absolutely, I will enjoy every second of it because they absolutely cannot get away with not adding to the offensive arsenal, like, right? Like, I don't know. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and one of those names has come up to potentially add to Aaron Rodgers', Rodgers arsenal is Kadarius Tony, the wide receiver out of Florida. Uh, and that ties in with the Buccaneers because a lot of conversations have been had about Antonio Brown and his lack of re-signing with the Buccaneers up to this point, uh, even going back, uh, I think, a couple weeks now uh, when his, one of his civil suits got settled out of court. Uh, Rick Stroud sent out a tweet saying that, you know, you could possibly expect AB and the Bucks to agree to terms uh, soon, I think, quote unquote, is what he what he said there. But as of right now, anyway, nothing publicly is known about how that's going. And James and I have kind of gotten on to this feeling that if AB is not re-signed by Thursday night, which I mean, you know, there's still time between when we're talking right now for that to happen. But if it doesn't happen that maybe the Buccaneers could turn to a Kadarius Tony or an Elijah Moore or a Rondale uh, Oh, I just lost his name. Rondale Moore <laughs> um, uh, to, to, to fill in that slot. You know, Scotty Miller kind of has that straight line depth uh, speed, but then you look for a guy that kind of fills that AB role with, with three-level uh, talent like Kadarius Tony does, for example. Um, as, we, as we get a little closer and even looking at all the weapons that are on this team, do you think that it's feasible for the Buccaneers to potentially address that type of wide receiver situation if AB is not on the 2021 roster come into th- coming into Thursday night? Yeah, I think that's absolutely a huge possibility uh, because of the things that you said. And I really actually like for that, like if you're going to go in, like a, a, among the first round crop of receivers that we've kind of been seeing, I think Elijah Moore actually out of Ole Miss is the one that I've seen that I think might be as close to what kind of player Antonio Brown has been for this offense. But at the same time, you still have like Tyler Johnson on this roster. You still have a pretty deep wide receiver room as it is um so but it's just it's it's one of those things where i'm not going to be mad if you decide to get another offensive weapon because give brady absolutely everything he wants just please just give him whatever he wants give him as much of whatever as he wants (laughs) it's totally cool by me um i think like i said elijah moore is kind of the one that fits the mold for me there But, but Tyler Johnson was mostly a slot receiver in college. He's been used sparingly this season, but he's also been used in some pretty high pressure situations, um, has converted some really crucial third downs. So Tom Brady trusts him, even though his, his work was limited this last season. So I think like you look to elevate him and get him some more playing time, which is like, so I'm like, I'm arguing both sides of this, I know, but like <laughs> uh, you can add to that room but it all makes sense. That's that's the beautifully painful thing right. about this year's draft for the Buccaneers. All of it makes sense. Like you can you can rationalize pretty much any pick at this point, which is like a really really good place to be in. Um, but I could definitely see like 
wanting to elevate Tyler Johnson's playing time more before you brought somebody new in. Uh, but then again, if there's a really intriguing prospect and you know exactly how this guy is going to fit and you're not going to get a deal with AB done, uh, go for it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think we'll kind of find out a little bit more when we see the moves or lack of moves here in this draft cycle or this draft weekend. Real quick, Carmen, let's take a look around the NFC South. We're hearing a lot of Kyle Pitts probably heading to the Atlanta Falcons. Carolina can do literally anything. They can go in any direction. It would make sense. We see a lot of mock drafts talking about defense for the New Orleans Saints. In terms of talent, we're talking Carolina is probably the furthest one back, and obviously New Orleans is the closest. But what do you think these teams need to do over draft weekend to close the gap between themselves and the Buccaneers? Yeah, in my latest mock, too, on the site, uh, I have the whole Kyle Pitts to the Falcons, which I'm not thrilled about because, I mean – Matt Ryan's what, 34, 35 years old? He's still got juice. So like adding a dynamic playmaker like Kyle Pitts is kind of scary for that, that offense. And I don't think that defense is as bad as people think they are. Uh, Panthers, I mocked my own Rashawn Slater from Northwestern to them. I really do think that they could benefit from some offensive line help, especially with their new investment in Sam Darnold. Um, Lord knows he was kind of used to getting beat up in New York, so. Uh, maybe we can you, can, you can help insulate him a little bit more in Carolina. And I think that that would go a long way or, you know, get him a receiver or get, you know, something offensively. I think that that's kind of Carolina or should be Carolina's focus. As far as the Saints, I actually have them, I believe, taking a wide receiver in this last mock just because, you know, got the departure of Emmanuel Sanders. Um, Michael Thomas has been battling through some stuff. So you're, you're lacking offensively and you don't know who your quarterback's going to be. So you maybe if you give him some more reliable targets, whoever it ends up being, that might be a smoother transition. Uh, so I think I had them taking, I, don't, I forget which receiver. It actually might've been Elijah Moore, um, unfortunately, but yeah, I think that there's that, but then obviously they have some pretty extreme holes on defense as well. So uh, I'm kind of looking forward to the saints being in shambles though, because that has not been the reality these last few years. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's definitely something every Buccaneers fan is is certainly hoping for to see the New Orleans Saints kind of fall off the pedestal uh, just a little bit. And and as we get closer to the season, Carmen, they're going to have opportunities to make some money off of the Saints' hopeful drop, and they're going to be able to do that thanks to our friends over at BetOnline.ag, who are our friends at Locked On Bucks, James and David, not the Buccaneers and Carmen Vitale. Just just to be clear on that, BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action if you are not an employee in the National Football League. Uh, but baseball is in full swing. And this week has tons of sports action with the NFL draft coming. The Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby is back, because I can speak English, uh, as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all your latest news, odds, and info for sports betting over at betonline.ag. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And the safest bet that any of our listeners can make is uh, throwing a little bit of money at a case of Built Bars. Built Bar, great for the health-conscious person. They're soft, easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Great for anyone on the keto 
diet. Head over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll receive 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Wrapping up things here on Wednesday, the Locked On Bucks podcast. David Harrison and James Jarko joined by Carmen Vitalia of Buccaneers.com. Carmen, last segment, last question for me, and then next time we'll talk, we'll know who the Buccaneers have selected in the first round, second round, third round, wherever, whatever they decide to do, trade up, trade out, uh, replace uh, Tom Brady with Justin Fields, however it goes. But in our ultimate mock draft 2021 with the Locked On Network and Odyssey and all that stuff, James and I selected Gregory Rousseau, out of Miami and edge rusher. I know edge rusher has been popular, but we went with Gregory Rousseau. Joe Tryon was actually on the board. Uh, He's a great athlete, raw talent, does need some refinement, but we feel like the Buccaneers have the ability to give him that time, give him that opportunity to get refined. How do you feel about Rousseau as a potential fit with the Buccaneers, or do you just hate the pick and now you're never going to talk to us again? No, actually, in my previous mock before this last one, he was my pick as well. All right. Uh, Like, I had some heat from people – be like, oh, he projects as a 4-3 defensive end, not a 3-4, duh. And I'm like, all right, listen, you don't know what these guys are until you get them in. And honestly, looking at his measurables, looking at his tape, he played inside and outside. So he was all, like, he got sacks from everywhere. In fact, I think most of his sacks actually came when he was lined up inside in more of the three-tech than any other alignment. And I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at his build, and honestly, uh, maybe this was kind of my bias from – working in Arizona as well, but it made me think of another Miami prospect or a Miami guy that came out of Miami, which is Calais Campbell. And he's at Gregory or so is actually bigger than Calais Campbell was when he came out of Miami. So I was kind of looking at him as like kind of a comparable and you see Calais who was a four, three defensive end now is more of a three, four inside guy. And he's been very successful at both. And I just think that you, you know, you get these guys in to an NFL strength and conditioning program. Once you figure out what you need to do with them, you can mold them in a lot of certain ways. Um, And like I said, I mean, Gregory Rousseau kind of has played all along the line, the defensive line, and with a few more pounds added on, he could very easily be a 3-4 D end. You know who else was projected to be a 4-3 defensive end before going to a 3-4? Jason Pierre-Paul. That's that's how I responded to those people. (laughs) true. Yeah, I guess I went a little too far in the weeds there uh but yeah also very true and like the, their body types are very similar as well they're very lengthy strong solid uh and those two on opposite sides mm. of each other be pretty insane all right well last one for me carmen we know how much you love to play games on this show we are gonna play a game <laughs> and it's called the situation room Oh, I'm scared. (laughs) We are putting you in the situation room, and here is your scenario. As soon as we're done recording this show, you are going to get a phone call. You take a look at your phone. You see that it's Jason Light. (laughs) He tells you, hey, you've done a great job for us, and we want to award you with the employee of the month. So, hey, look at you, employee of the month. Congrats. Oh, guys, thanks. (laughs) So, in addition to a nice financial bonus, You are also going to need to report to the war room on Thursday at four o'clock because you get to make all of the decisions for the Buccaneers on day (laughs) one of the draft. You can make a trade. You can stay at 32, whatever you want. Bruce and Jason have your back. So Carmen Vitale, what do you do in round one of the draft for the Buccaneers? 
Oh, it's honestly really hard to say it. And that's why I kind of believe Jason when he keeps saying like, we're just going to take the best player available. We have to see who falls. Cause like you have to see who's going to be there and make this kind of make the decision in real time. But I think I'm going to stick with my pick for what I did in this latest mock, which was Levi, because I really just like the idea of, I just think that a guy on the interior of the defensive line can affect so much when it comes to the pass rush on top of the run as well. And Levi Onzerike is really, really good at, you know, that interior pass rush as well. And I think if you can keep a rotation of Vita Vea and Dominican Sue, Levi Onzerike, like Joaquin Nunez or like Nacho, keep them ro- rolling it out. Um, you're like, that's just going to set the tone for the entire defense and it's going to allow them to attack and be really creative in what they do on the back end. I think we would see more of Devin White coming up the middle or, you know, giving one-on-ones to JPP and Shaq Barrett, uh, even some more DB blitzes because you've got so, yeah, love him, love him. I just love him so much. But I like, I just think that fortifying that defensive line is where it all starts. And you have to have a foundation there and you have to have fresh legs there and you have to have a lot of aggressiveness and physicality there. And that's what I see in Levi. So I'm sticking with it. Punch it. Let's go, Bruce, Jason. I got you. All right. Perfect. Carmen, thank you so much for joining us. Where can everyone find everything that you are doing? Uh, What do you guys have on deck over at Buccaneers.com? And of course, give out those socials because you are the TikTok expert. Uh, Yeah. So pretty much every handle is Carmy V. Uh, TikTok, I think it's TikTok Carmy V, but I don't even know. I like rapped along to an NSYNC song as my last one, so I'm probably not a really great follow. I will uh, I will but, download TikTok just to watch that. I don't know. Yeah, what. uh no, it's all for, it's for all my 90s babies, you know, just this Gen X, they like to, or Gen Z rather, they like to think that they invented these things and I'm like, actually, <laughs> we've been doing this for a long time for all y'all, so I don't know. I'm just being silly. But I appreciate any follow, any interaction, love engagement with people on social media, so follow me. All right, tomorrow The Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. And stay tuned for details on Twitter and tomorrow's final episode before the first round as we are expanding our work with WTSP in Tampa and are finalizing the details on doing some live NFL draft coverage with Channel 10 as well. Lots going on. Get in on the action. Call in 813-444-5841. Remember, we are giving away the Buccaneers first round pick NFL draft jersey to enter tell us the first non-quarterback offensive player selected the first defensive player selected and who will be the buccaneers first pick carmen just gave you that answer because she's making the pick she's employee of the month 
after the first round is over, we will pick a random winner from those of you who get the most answers right, and that person will win the jersey of whomever Jason Light selects in the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft. Of course, if you don't want to call in, you can DM us at any of our Twitter accounts, or you can email your answer to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, of course, at Locked on Bucks at JRCO underscore Bucks at D Harrison 82 and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, and be good to one another. We thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.